Welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith. And with me, as always, co-host, Kate Eingorn. Hello. And uh, the man with the golden gun, Matt Bailey. Mm-hmm. That's a, uh, that's a bad guy, right? <laughs> Wait, wasn't the man with the golden gun James Bond? Does he have the golden gun? I or thought. Does his enemy have it? I thought it was always James Bond, and then the second part was always about like the villain. Yeah, but who's Golden Eye? True. Who is Golden Eye? <laughs> Wait. So, so James Bond was just trying to get the golden gun off the bad guy. Is that what the case? All I know is that the golden gun took one shot in uh, <laughs> Golden Eye. In Golden Eye, and you're dead. So. It seems pretty powerful, and it shouldn't be in this world. Yeah. So, uh, he was just trying to secure it, get it out of bad hands. Yeah. Cool. Um, how are you guys doing? Cranky, but okay. <laughs> I'm um, keeping it in. Well, hopefully um, you go from cranky to spanky by the end of the episode. I hope not. And when I say spanky, I mean, like, happy. <laughs> spanky, yeah. Yo, I wish we, you know what? I wish for one episode, um, the vibes over in your room were uh, good. Oh. oh, is there a time when we're not? Last time, Jordan was, like, asleep. Oh, true. I'm, you know... Someone's crank. Someone's cranky. <laughs> Someone is who? Who is? We don't know who is. So I would say that the last two times, this time and last time, are both Jordan's fault. Yeah, are we? Uh, is this our couples therapy? No. <laughs> and when I say couple, I mean roommate. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll be good because you know why we have a fun, loving, film friend today, and someone who, if he was in the room, he would. He would get Kate and I to Spanky real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you guys would be Spanky in no time. But um, we'll hold off on the film, friend, because this is episode 134. And if we're talking 134 BC, um, we're looking at John... Hyrcanus, he becomes the high priest and prince ruler of Judea. We know things are popping off in Judea. Um, you know, there's a murder. Ptolemy, the son of Abdubis, is murdering somebody. There's murder. There's intrigue in Judea. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're appointing a high priest there. Yeah, Judea is lit. <laughs> Judea is lit. Um, so we'll bounce over to um, 134 AD, and you know your typical Hadrian's villa is completed. Oh, yeah, they made him the villa. Finally. Yeah, yeah. Finally, I I would have said that he would have already had a villa popping off. Yeah, he has that mausoleum. Oh, yeah, he's um, got it all. And then, uh, in the summer. Of 134 A.D., Sextus Julius Severus, governor of Judea, begins a campaign against the Jewish rebel strongholds in the mountains. So we're getting two sides of Judea uh, 
134 BC, it's thriving. 134 AD, they seem like they turned into a bunch of dicks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Protect my Mm. people. But with great power comes great responsibility. That doesn't really fit in this case. (laughs) True. Um, Hey, hey, everyone should know that, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, things are popping off in history, 134 BC and AD. But uh, for today, that's it. Hmm. So, besides weird, weird, weird years in history. Besides you being cranky, Kate. Yes. Is there anything you guys uh, want to talk about to start off here? Anything grinding your gears, Bailey? I know you're doing unboxings out there. Mhm. Left and right, dude. I'm gonna have one coming up. Uh, honestly, probably the day that this gets released. Hmm. Be, be I, I do up. have a question. Are you always? Uh, I know I asked this last week, but are you going to unbox things that aren't shoes? The people want to know. Who knows, man? Like if I, uh, I need to get, I need, well, I said this before and I'll say it again, dude. I need to just throw my address out there and just have people send me shit. Yeah. I feel like the under, my understanding of it is that you're going to only unbox shoes until people send you things that are not shoes. Yeah. Yeah, people just send me shoes all the time. <laughs> um, did you see the unboxing video that I sent you? Yeah, the, uh, the, the monkey. monkey. Yep, unboxing the water bottle. Yeah, I need one of those monkeys. Mm-hmm. He would really elevate your unboxing videos to like a level that no one else is doing. <laughs> yeah, you just can't get monkeys right they're like illegal to have i'm assuming so yeah i don't see many posts on reddit about people with monkeys people really like to show their pets off on reddit so i think some people have them when they like are handicapped because they are can like open things for and like jars (laughs) and stuff for people who for people who are like i this might not be a thing anymore but there used to be like people who are immobile would get like therapy monkeys to help them around the house. Yo, I don't know how much I believe that, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool theory. Yo, I, it sounds more like like a villain who's like I think a, stuck to in a wheelchair, but he has this monkey that does everything. Do you remember those like weird TV shows where it was like? This man's a tree. This girl's a mermaid. No, it's like I the- don't. <laughs> These weird programs about stuff on like TBS about like interesting things that in people's lives. Uh, I think look, that was one of them. Look, this man is a tree. Yeah, there's literally a, if you googled man that is a tree, you'll see it. Here's a man. There's like a tree man. The Giving Tree. Oh, Are this. You thinking of the Giving. I'm tree? not thinking of the Giving Tree. This poor man turned into a tree. Huh? I is that know. like Grim? <laughs> is that what Grim is? I don't know anything about Grim. I don't know, but like. Get me one of those monkeys. Yeah. For, why is it just because they're like uh, um, endangered? endangered yeah, possibly. probably. Killing those monkeys, dude. If every like, if everyone could have one of those monkeys, dude, everyone would be so happy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm not a monkey fan. I just feel like I would get a little annoyed with the monkey. It would want to be like, it'd want to be doing stuff all. It'd be too active for me. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't take enough naps. No, it would need to nap. <laughs> but okay, fair. I'd be cool with an orangutan just like 
chilling. Uh, chill. Just like a big, Are, one of those big orange hairy ones. Just kind of. What's the one that like rips people's faces off? Probably an orangutan. <laughs> it's probably a, I mean, an ape or something. But like, you know, in Planet of the Apes, uh, the orangutans are always like the fucking smart ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. They're I like just, the scientists. I just want to sit and have a good discussion with the orangutan. Do you do you remember? Do you remember that lady who owned a monkey and it like tried to rip her face off and it was like ripping the car to get to her face to like rip it off? Um, the nine one one caller, she's like calling them. My monkey is trying to rip my face off. <laughs> Vaguely, but um, yeah, okay. You know a lot of like like people with monkeys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know them personally. <laughs> There's a man who's disabled with a monkey. My There's a woman who has a monkey ripping her face. My off. freshman roommate in college was like really into those monkeys. Monkeys. <laughs> into those like extraordinary events that people experience or have been through. So we watched a lot of those kind of things. Yeah, I'm down for like a Planet of the Apes scenario. So I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, I'm I'm down with it too. Did we ever talk about the Planet of the Apes? I watched the ones with. The one with James Franco. Hmm. Did you watch all three? No, just that one because, dude, I'm not really a trilogy guy, first of Hmm. all. Second of all... (laughs) What? You're just a sequel guy. Yeah, I'll only watch the second one. There's Um, a third one, you're out. (laughs) Nah, (laughs) for sure. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It was okay. Yeah, that, that series is honestly really good yeah caesar's cool i think the i think the only one i've seen is the original like that's the only planet of the apes i've seen dude when they're in new york the whole time Um, yeah yeah. that one's great but uh cool well you know we'll get back to the listeners on whether kate's stories are (laughs) factual hey they're at least they're fun yeah at least they're fun I always kind of wanted to visit a city where the monkeys like run wild, and oh, uh, yeah. like they stealing steal the fruit and the like, food and shit, and like take the hats off their head and like. Yeah. Run wild. <laughs> I I just want to see all those mischievous monkeys. I feel like I'd wear two hats, so if they took one, I'd still have one. <laughs> That's a good idea. Thank you. Do you want to go with me to this? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll take Kermit. <laughs> oh, uh, cool. Well, uh, are you guys ready to uh, jump into it today? Yes. All right. Ooh, Bailey's wearing a film friend shirt today. Ooh, nice. Every time we record. Um, so this week, it was Kate's choice. Yes. Um, and we kind of went back and forth. We, we didn't know what to do with this one. So I'm going to throw it over to Kate and she could explain who she chose and why. So I chose the Kermit the Frog, um, iconic, classic, wholesome Kermit the Frog. Um, <laughs> is that his full name? Yeah. Actually, his firm na- fir- full name is Kermit the Frog, middle name, the. Um, but I chose him because I've wanted to do a Muppets episode. And as Jordan said, we like bounced it around a bit where... We were like, oh, should I do one of my favorite Muppets? But it's really tough to kind of do that and focus on them when there's not as the true history lies around 
Kermit. Where he, I feel like he's like the father of the Muppets. Is he the OG Muppet? He is the OG Muppet. I have some. I don't have beef, but like I feel like there's one Muppet that kind of got like fucked over pretty hard. <laughs> Interesting. Which one? Yeah, I need to hear it. So like I was doing a little bit of history on the Muppets, and like the same time that Kermit came around, um, there's another Muppet that was like one of like the first creations. And he was doing like, you know, like the late night like talk show, yeah. like bop it around or whatever. And he, yo, he just fell to the wayside and like never like popped off. I feel like Sam. No, Rolf. Oh, oh Rolf. Mm-hmm. He was like the OG, like yep. before there was Miss Piggy and before there was like uh, Gonzo and all those people. Rolf was it was just like Rolf and Kermit and. Uh, Yo, he's like one of those like people that created Facebook and then just like didn't make any money. Yeah, just- mm-hmm. true. <laughs> but yo, the other Muppets respect him. Yo, yeah. I mean, in the Muppet community, I feel like he's very highly regarded. Yeah. It's <laughs> he's interesting. a Muppets Muppet. It's interesting how it happens, right? Because um, so the original Muppet show is Sam and Friends. That was like a local TV puppet show that Jim Henson and his wife put on. And it was, like, Sam and Friends, and there was, like, a small cast of Muppets. Some of them aren't even, like, in use at all. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and Kermit's just the one that, like, caught on. I think he was just the way he looked was just, like, simple and digestible, so people kind of mm-hmm. latched on to it. Yeah, I actually have a little, maybe a little beef with the way he looks, or I just have a question in general. What is that thing around his neck? Oh, his like that's like a lily pad. I feel like he's oh. just wearing a lily pad around his neck. So Yo, he... I never thought about that. That that's a lily pad. That's what the... I. Ju- I mean, I just, I like while I was watching it, I was like, Yo, so I he just like, thing, like, what is it? Like a collar thing? But I was like, Yo, it kind of just looks like a lily pad. So maybe he's just like he just poked his head through a lily pad. So I don't know exactly what it is, but <laughs> I based off what I know about Kermit the Frog. Is that he was a ri- they, they originally thought he was going to be a lizard until uh, um, he was on like the Tonight Show with Carson mm-hmm. and Daily. Yeah, Carson Daly. And <laughs> um, he called him Kermit the Frog. Uh. <laughs> and so they were like, oh, I guess he's a frog now. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yo, know, I, I, the one, one thing that I do um, love about Kermit is that like. <laughs> I guess, like, they're obviously Muppets, so they're, like, puppets, but, like, whenever, like, his head goes in, like, a weird shape, because, like, the <laughs> mm-hmm. just, like, moving Scrunching in a weird way, it. I think it's so funny. Yeah, it's oh, so funny. it's so cute. Yeah. It's, like, endearing. It's cool, because he's still, he, like, kind of like what you said, Bailey, like, you could see the hand, or I, I don't know what's going on, but, like, he's very obviously, like, being controlled where some of the other ones aren't as yeah. obvious i don't know because you know, he, he doesn't have like any like padding or like nothing around like the hand that's like moving him you know what i mean it's right like, right you see like the shape of a hand yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely um because some of them are like don't even have like hands in the mouths they're like controlled yeah. by mm-hmm. it's like strings and sticks and things like that to like raise them up now some of the muppets take more than one person to move them because there's so many like parts that yeah. need to be adjusted um, i mean there's 
There's that one big dude that I feel like is just like a dude in a costume. Yeah. Oh, Sweetums. Sweetums. Yeah. We love Sweetums. I think when, when Joe Bond came on that he said that was his favorite Muppet. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, do you want to, are you sure? Not Hundo, but. Yeah, you can hit up Joe Ball and see what his favorite Muppet is. The, uh, the prawn. He does. That's one of his favorites as well. I think he listed like multiple. Um, I wrote my college like thesis paper on how the Muppets were becoming more real every year. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I like I I took a class. Um, my capstone class was on like celebrity culture, and nice. so I wrote mine on how the Muppets were becoming more real every year. <laughs> um did and, it fit the, did well because at that point um that year that i wrote it they attended the oscars and they walked the red carpet <laughs> and they had like they were wearing she was wearing oscar de la renta i think they were both wearing maybe oscar de la renta i'm like trying to remember my paper a little bit but um so you just couldn't see how they were being moved at all. So it's just it's cool how the technology has advanced to make them seem like more of living creatures than puppets. Like putting them in environments like the Oscars, having them walk down the red carpet in brand names where they were like stopped to take photos and ask them what they were wearing is pretty funny. Yeah. A world where the Muppets aren't in the zeitgeist is a world I don't want to live in. Yeah, same. And I, you know, I, they fell off, didn't they? Like, or no, their Muppet babies are popping off, right? Yeah, I feel like Muppet. I mean, yeah, I mean after, um, one of the movies I guess we did we're doing. I feel like he, uh, Jason Siegel, tried to bring the Muppets back. Yeah, and I feel like he did a good job. They came back, and now I feel like they're in like a lull. Yeah. So there was a sequel a couple of years later, and then they had a show on like ABC, and yeah. it flopped. It only it didn't even air the full season. It was like very not. I think people didn't like how they were portrayed as too modern almost. And but they actually just released a new show on Disney Plus, like yeah. a week or two ago, called I think called Muppets Now maybe. Um, that's like a new Muppet show. I feel like I feel like they might be more they might do better if they stick to like doing like a movie every like five yeah. years. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Cause, but I think it's always like they try to go back to it because the original format was the Muppet show where they would do a show for many, yeah. many years. Yeah. Yeah, I think they need to break out of their <clears throat> like G rating and like step into r i think that was the point of that like abc show and i think it didn't do well really? yeah i just want to see like them dropping the f word a little bit i don't like when they do that do they ever <laughs> do that? no but like there's like that when there's like puppets that do that I like don't crack like it. crank yankers and there's also that movie with like melissa mccarthy that had like Mu- uh, it was like muppet-esque where they were like raunchy i don't like it yeah yeah I, I just want to I want Pepe Le, the prawn to like really let loose, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, I think a movie would do really well like if they I mean, I would think it's funny if they just took like an obscure muppet yeah. like that and 
just made like a whole movie around mm-hmm. i agree like one of the more like kind of like one of the movies we reviewed today or for today yeah. like one of the more like side characters just not a kermit centered movie right right yeah um I think that'd be sick. I would love to see like a uh, side adventures of some of the other people. Now, Bailey, who, who's your favorite Muppet? Well, I've like, after doing research, I've been gravitating towards Roll. Yeah. But <laughs> he doesn't have, I mean, I, and I honestly need to do more research into like watching the other movies because like, I've never been like a huge Muppet guy. Like I've always liked them. I just mm-hmm. never was growing up like my family didn't put on like the fucking muppet treasure island or mm-hmm. muppet christmas carol that just mm-hmm. wasn't really in our, like repertoire but like i'm down to watch them and then make a real decision so i have a question about ralph because like honestly he's not on my radar but is he a... he doesn't wear any clothes He's the dog. Yeah, he's so the dog that he plays like, the piano. Right, he plays the piano, which I love. That he's he's always the like saloon piano player yes. type thing. Um, but is he like? Do they see him as a person, or is he their dog? No, he's not their dog. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he's just uh, like he chills. Like he chills. I feel like he's like. Uh, almost like a um i mean they tried to depict him in like the the newer movie as like the dude that's just high i guess like the the stoner muppet yeah does he talk that often or does he talk at all from my recollection of the muppet babies i think him and scooter hang pretty hard in that show (laughs) um but i think he's just like a i think it he's always been like a chill Mm -hmm. character more jazzy. Yo, hot take. I don't really fuck with uh, Scooter. Yo, Scooter's cool. Scooter feels like a new character to me. Oh, yo, is that the guy that's like, that just looks like a boy? Yeah, yeah. yeah the boy with the red hair was... and the glasses? Yeah, I thought he was just like a new guy too. Like when when I, the yeah, he just seems like someone that just like won a contest and became a Muppet or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually very funny. I don't know the history of Scooter, but he's been around for a while. Yes, tell Scooter to get out of here. So some of my favorites are, um, I've had multiple favorites over the years. Pepe the Prawn is one of my favorites of all time. So is the um, the Electric Mayhem Band is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I have a collection of like miniature stuffed animals of the set, including the chicken. Um, and then um, I really like um, Bean Bunny a lot. He's one of my favorites. I'll tell you what. Um, in this, the one movie we watched, uh, Rizzo really shines. Oh, yeah. Rizzo's great. Rizzo's my favorite. Yeah, he really, they really give him a lot of screen time. So I was actually pissed about, uh, what's it called? The Muppets, the Jason Segel one? Just called The Muppets. Yeah, Rizzo doesn't even, they just flash him. He doesn't even, I don't think he has any lines Mm-mm. in it. Yeah. He really gets, I- you know doesn't get the time to shine i think a rizzo movie would do well he's funny yo the christmas va- or christmas vacation <laughs> the, the muppets christmas is kind of like a uh, gonzo and uh well so is the and rizzo same treasure island i feel like those they're ones, like a duo that's like yeah. the other movie we did for today muppets from space is really a gonzo rizzo movie yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't, you know, to be honest, like every Muppet kind of has their thing. Um, is yeah. Gonzo's thing? He just likes to get shot out of a cannon. Is that like his whole? He's like thing? a daredevil. Yeah. Because he just seems very like. He's a clumsy a, daredevil. It's just like a weird thing to have. You just gets likes to get shot out. Right. Of a cannon. So yeah, this movie Muppets from Space made me think that too. I'm like, oh. Is Gonzo just a stuntman and his name's Gonzo because that means like he's going wild and going crazy, but in reality he's just like a. He's not. Is he like that though? In other his, things, does he go wild? Really, like, chill though, like he doesn't really like. <clears throat> he doesn't pop off. You know, he's just like a normal dude. <laughs> I feel like that's just like his job. Like he always does that on like the Muppet Show and stuff, where he does like crazy stunts. Yeah. Yeah, I back him. I back Gonzo. Um, I feel bad for him in Muppets from Space. He's so lonely, and he thinks he's just all alone and by himself. So that movie's low-key, like, underrated. Yeah, should we talk about it? Let's just go into it. Yeah, yeah, let's go into it. And we're talking about the 1999 masterpiece, Muppets from Space. Bailey, take it away. All right, so this is a Gonzo, pretty much a Gonzo movie um where you know he's feeling down he doesn't really know his place in this world and i guess he finds out he's an alien (laughs) and uh, his people um contact him from outer space and you know he's just trying to make contact with his people and at the same time fucking jeffrey tambor is like works for this government agency who's supposed to find aliens so he's coming at gonzo the whole time and you know Gonzo's really just trying to find his people, but also his self. His self, yep. Yeah, he <laughs> finds both too. And it does. Um, he finds family. He finds friendship. He finds meaning. But here's the thing: he it's not so much a finding; it's definitely a search. But his family's there all along. It's the other Muppets. Oh, absolutely. Yeah has to realize it but i mean like at the time though like why aren't they making him feel like family to begin with you know i agree with that kermit even has a chance to like you know step up in a kermit way and show him that like you are a part of the family i also feel like kermit the one we saw him was very stressed out he took a couple days off to renovate this house that no one's helping him with and he hired painters so it was one less thing he had to do and animal bites the painter and shoes them away so now he has to paint this whole house by himself and no one's volunteering to help him paint this house all by himself that everyone lives in and at the same time he's like okay well now i have to figure all this stuff out and gonzo's like Kermit, what am I? And he's probably like, oh my god, this again? We talk yeah. about this, like, every day. Gonzo, we you're don't a stunt know, man. We don't know what you are. Um, you're unique. But also, you know what? I think Kermit has a, has a problem asking for help. I think you're right. Or maybe he's tried so many times that he just doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, Kermit... Um, he can't take the whole burden. Like he, he needs to. He needs to allocate. He needs to do more self care. He really. definitely has like that hero's complex where he feels like he always needs to be the one to take care of people. So, Ralph was sleeping upstairs or something. Just ask him. Yo, here's the thing. Maybe that's why Ralph people don't like fuck for him because Ralph like he gave up, dude, twenty years ago. Yeah. Um. 
Okay, I have two things. One, animal, mm-hmm. animal has mm-hmm. to chill. Uh, what? That's <laughs> like, his whole thing. <laughs> he needs to chill out. Yo, he does need to chill. Lock him up. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yo, they kind of do have him locked up. He's always wearing that like chain around his neck. Um, yeah. Two, <laughs> Muppets from Space really made me think, where do the Muppets live? In that house, apparently. Like, <laughs> In that neighborhood. <laughs> okay, aside from this movie, where do they usually reside? Is there a Muppet house? Do they all have their own houses what's they're just really private they don't want the media to know so i have another question and then i have a pitch for a new muppet movie okay (laughs) all right i love it let's hear it it's like um one where like in the muppet universe like there's humans and then they also run into people that are like muppets the humans just see them as like just other people or like do they just view them as like these weird little guys running around. Oh, that's something I like love about the Muppet universe is that everyone just kind of accepts them as is as like reality. And I think that's sick. I like, (laughs) I like that too. But then I'm thinking like a movie could be like, it'll be kind of like a, an X-Men like last stand sort of scenario where Mm. they're trying to, uh, you know, round up all the Muppets because they're mutants Mm -hmm. and get rid of them. Yo, is that the plot of Muppets Most Wanted? No. <laughs> is it? I don't think so. You saw it. I did see it. I made Jordan uh, go with me to see it in theaters. Huh. I, never I think saw it. I think it's literally just Muppets that had gone bad. Uh, probably probably wrong. <laughs> but I like that idea. I like the idea that like you need to round up all the Muppets, no one's heard of them, and you need to like bring them back. I think that's like a cool idea. I guess that's in essence what the Muppets, like the Jason Segel version, is trying to accomplish in a way. But that's still, Muppets are still part of the world. Am I a Muppet or am I a man, though? Um, Yeah. Don't get me started. um, Yeah, I I do have to say, Muppets from Space was such a surprise to me, and I fucking loved it so much. For a Muppet movie, it's like not it's it's the lowest rated but it's still only a 63 percent. it's still not like very low yeah it's still I pretty mean, high honestly i didn't i mean i thought it was okay i mean this is the story kind of like i thought it could have been a little better it like, could have it could have been deeper like it could have like the whole jeffrey tambor like subplot of him just needing an alien like he just needed he needed an alien so bad <laughs> he just needed an alien <laughs> yeah, um, like, what like what i get that they've been trying to make alien contact contact with alien for years but like why was he evil and by the end he was just trying to like kill gonzo i was so mm-hmm. confused as well to he what wanted to do mind. research on his brain to figure out how they like function yeah, yeah. See, like, I, I honestly, like, Gonzo's cool, but, like, I don't know if I love, like, a Gonzo-centered. Yeah. I don't think he can, he doesn't have the personality where I'm like, yo, I fuck for Gonzo. I yeah. Mean, cool, like. I feel that. I, I just like a Gonzo-centric plot because then you know Rizzo's gonna be Because Rizzo's his boy. That's his boy. Um, yeah. It's cool that some of them just have boys. Oh, yeah. it's sick. I love that. I love that there's, like the clicks within the Muppets. I think that's so awesome. Um, 
I also remember this movie as a kid when it came out. Very excited. I was like looking forward to it. I think I could be completely wrong on this, but I thought that this was like, do you remember that ABC movie nights for Saturdays where they would debut like movies for TV? That was like the Brandy Cinderella and like the things like that. I think this was one of those where it was a, um, a Saturday night ABC movie so it's not like this was like a i think a theatrical release i think this was like a tv it feels like that release um but this is the guy who wrote like the original muppets movie he wrote muppet christmas carol like all of them pretty much up into this movie so he did have like a long history in writing these characters which you can tell by the dialogue Mm -hmm. Uh, but i agree i think i think everyone kind of wanted that question answered of what is gonzo yeah but i don't Uh, think like, that's definitely been a question that's been asked for a really long time. So I know why this movie was made. But I understand, like, what you mean by his personality. Yeah. yeah and also, like, I thought it would have been cool if, like, you know, maybe, like, the aliens never came. And it was just, like. Yes. Is. Yeah. Ag- <laughs> Agreed. I would love if it was, like, this whole time. They, maybe the aliens did come, but they weren't his family or something. Like. Yeah. Like I like, I would love it if like the mystery was still out there of what Gonzo is. Yeah, exactly. Like that's cool, but like to like just give it away and just say, oh yeah, yep, he's an alien. Yeah, he's an alien. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Cop out, I feel like. Almost. Yeah. Um, I I know I keep bringing it up, but can we talk about Rizzo and his crew? Oh, and like, his swag the, too. The lab rats that he ends up with oh my god i'm obsessed with like the chubby one that had the band-aid on his ear <laughs> he is the cutest little guy yep. loved yeah that that whole storyline was sick yeah and david arquette's in it and oh my film god friend david film arquette. friend david arquette yeah kills it he just yells at them the whole time mm-hmm. you have to and get that, in the maze they Rizzo's like nah man i gotta go help my friend like see you later guys and then they all come back and i know hook them up yeah it was, it was cool that storyline was great it's also really creative to have him become a lab rat and like run yeah. the the maze like the classic mm. maze and i love the fact that it's almost like jail for them yeah and they have the crews like there's like the oldest mount like rat that's ever been there and like they're all just kind of like the rat sentenced. that shakes like shakes a lot yeah i love that i think it's so cute it's also like a lot for a g-rated movie it's like a pretty crazy thing for being yeah i think this is at least pg pg 13 but it was actually rated g like there's some themes in here that's like a little like pepe le prawn he or pepe the prawn he's a He's kind of teetering on that line of inappropriate. Always, though. That's his thing. Yeah, he's a perv. <laughs> Yo, I love him. He's so funny. He's got some swag. They, uh, Him and like Rizzo got some swag in this movie. So I think I used to get um, Pepe confused with Beaker. Uh, they have the same like hair shape. Hair shape and um, but, um, Yo, a part that kind of threw me off it was kind of towards the beginning which i was like out was when like gonzo got like i don't know if he was dreaming or what but he was talking to these fish in outer Uh, space and i was like yo i might be out like this is like weird i thought the movie at that point i thought the movie was going to go in a different direction though i thought he was like i thought it was going to be truly like a solo gonzo uh 
like movie up in space where he's like exploring something i don't know yeah like um i agree i think that's like a weird part because why first of all if it's not a dream why send him all the way to space to talk to fish to not have those fish show him his family and send him all the way back Mm -hmm. um it was just like an unnecessary detail that they could have done in a it felt very way. like seventies, like drug, yeah, drug induced thing. Also felt very like Silver Surfer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, Not, I wasn't a fan of that part either. I have to bring something up. I used to fuck for Sam the Eagle, Sam Eagle. Mm-hmm. But after seeing him now, after our current like climate and presidency. <laughs> I think uh, Sam Eagle definitely is like a Trump guy, right? <laughs> um, I yeah, think I would hope not. I, I, it may probably, though. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's funny because I had a, a stint in time where that was my favorite Muppet because I liked how he was, like, ironic. Yeah. But now that part of him that's ironic is too real <laughs> yeah it's way too real it's not as funny as yeah exactly you know who's kind of cool that's like who's interesting like i don't really know if he's the same way in all the movies but like the big bear that like usually chills with the bad guys oh yeah <laughs> i don't know much about him besides like these roles of him yeah it's weird like in this movie and in the new movie he's just a henchman with the bad guys yeah but the great thing about his character is he's always you know, either a henchman or like the side, like the the side piece for the villain. Um, but <laughs> he he's he always does good things. He never does anything bad. He's mm-hmm. just like a good guy, but he's on the wrong team essentially. I want to yeah. go. I want to go. Rentro, um, I think is maybe. I want. I like a lot of the little details. I like how Gonzo was too depressed to shoot himself out of a cannon for the bar mitzvah. <laughs> Um, so the electric mayhem filled in and they're all just like getting ready for the bar mitzvah. I love, I would have loved it if that was like my band for my bar mitzvah was like the electric mayhem. Like that's such a sick idea. I love that. And like other details, like when they were trying to rescue Gonzo from the lab and they do the classic stack on top of each other Muppet move and they decided to put Pepe on top. So he's like the tiniest head and people just mm-hmm. kind of accept the fact that this fake person has a tiny little head and things like that. Don't forget that Ray Liotta was in this movie. And Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the Hulk Hogan cameo is time stamped. Hard to watch. Very time stamped. And of course, Rob Schneider's here. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you guys kind of like told me we were doing this movie i thought rob schneider was going to be a bigger role same i thought so too from my recollection but i no. also thought he was going to come back at the end he's just kind of in it in the middle and that's it yeah, the movies are cool because you get a bunch of cameos yeah for yeah me. well that was like what the show was they would have like a celebrity host pretty much i think the reason i like this movie though is because people are in it like real people are in it but they kind of stay out of the way for the muppets to shine like mm-hmm. the newer muppet movie it might be to jason siegel and amy like too much human stuff like let the muppets do their thing i like when the muppets are just interacting with muppets the whole time mm-hmm. like you get more lost in the world that yeah, way exactly. i get it um 
I also um I liked some of the timestamp stuff, like the Hulk Hogan I thought was like the NWO. Yeah, it was funny. And there's like that poster of the mouse girls. Mice girls. Oh yeah, the the mice girls. It's like the yeah. spice girls and the way they're dressed is very nineties and I don't know, I like all that yeah, those parts. Since it is a Kermit episode, let's talk about let's talk about the elephant in the room, Kermit and Miss Piggy in well, this movie. They're clearly very like domesticated at this point where Kermit's like it's almost feels like Kermit's dad. <laughs> Miss Piggy's mom. Yeah, with the whole Muppet <laughs> Muppets is like plan. their kids. Um, but I do think I feel like Kermit's like very much in this movie, just like what now? Yeah. <laughs> what do I have to do now? Yeah. Do we like them together? They're very uh, complicated. It's dude. Is it getting hot in here? <laughs> yeah. We better cue the music. <laughs> yeah, I love huh. it. <laughs> out there running around with other Muppets. Yeah, him and uh, that like Janice. Lady, that lady with like the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Janice. <laughs> yeah, they they fuck. <laughs> He's just like into Janice on the side. Um Yo n- we need more female Muppets though. Yeah. More female Muppets. Yes, agreed. What it's also I feel like some of them don't really have gender. That's true. That's true. But they seem gendered gendered yeah yeah Yeah, let me know when you're ready to roll well like do they have kids like what i I need to know bro all right let me uh okay what's up guys um i have a uh i have right here in my files i actually found something it's just a uh it's a timeline of uh kermit and miss piggy's relationship Mm. um so like the first time they met was in 1976. <laughs> <laughs> um, they met on the debut of The Muppet Show. And then um, in 78, there was a, um, an episode where Miss Piggy tried to trick Kermit into marrying her. Um, it didn't work out. But in 1979, an official engagement was announced. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn, three it, years. It only took three years. Yeah, and then in '84 they had their first their first wedding. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Is that the uh, Muppet movie one? So, I'm reading here there was an actual wedding, but not an actual marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I think if that's for the Muppet movie, they get married in the movie, but uh-huh. Piggy claims it to be a true marriage, and Kermit denies that it was a true marriage. Yeah. Kermit never wants to commit. Yeah, that's like the thing. Yeah, and then in 1990, they uh, they broke up on the Today Show. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's um, such a tumultuous relationship. And then in 93, um, 
they revealed that they they were in a domestic partnership with uh, Larry King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Larry King Live or whatever. Oh, I thought you meant with Larry King. <laughs> and then um, in <laughs> 1996, um, there were more mixed signals. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did, like, promotion for them up at Treasure Island and, like, you know, Piggy said that they were married and then Kermit... I don't know, he wasn't having it. Yeah, he denies and it. In 2005, Piggy said they were married in our hearts. Mm. What? Not Maybe not officially, but like they were bound by souls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they got back together in 2011 um, in The Muppets. Yeah, that's like, our, the Muppet movie we movie. watched, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and then... Um, in 2014 they were planning a wedding um well yeah they were talking about that while they were promoting muppets most wanted um and then um in 2015 miss piggy tweeted that they officially split mm-hmm. this what? is like the news for this is wild and then in 2018 the they remained cordial but still not in a relationship and that's the uh so that's where we are now there's a scandal so kermit wasn't an only woman person his whole life so when they split in 2000 he didn't date just one person his whole life so when they split in 2015 uh, kermit found a new girlfriend with a different pig named denise (laughs) (laughs) and they dated from september 2nd 2015 to about february 2016 where denise broke up with kermit after about six months picks or it didn't happen yeah straight up also kermit has a type he really has a type (laughs) Mm -hmm. um yeah they have like a real wild relationship but it's funny because it's also noted that on the Muppet show, every time a guest that would come on that would like flirt with Miss Piggy, he would like freak out. Yeah, get Kermit real jealous. He might be a little manipulative. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's weird. It's weird that I love how they have like such like a weird history, but yeah. like at, at some point, like just get together and stay together. Yeah, I feel like stay, you know? I feel like Kermit's nice to everyone but her. Yeah. You know, it's such a weird like thing to keep running that they <laughs> they just like never stay together. They're never permanent. <laughs> it's weird. They're just so they're just such a fling. Um <laughs> it's but they date the the relationship to be like from um let's see nineteen seventy six to two thousand fifteen. So they kind of like note her as a significant other from those Man, times. We're living in a world where they're just they're not together. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. They got old and sick of each other. I wonder if there's uh, any new movies in the works where, you know, maybe they'll get together again. Yeah. Would love it. Would um, love a movie about that. Yeah. Like a I rom-com. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um well, let's uh let's Wrap rate up. let's rate uh Muppets from Space and then we'll uh we'll hop into the maybe we'll get curious. Maybe we'll hop into the next one though. Who knows. But I yeah, okay. And then I have a question for Bailey. Um, I have a question for Bailey now before we rate. Okay. Okay. So I keep mentioning their swag in this movie. Like they're really well dressed. They have really cool style. Um, I want to know if you thought 
that either Rizzo or Pepe the Prawn were sneakerheads? Mm. I would probably say, yo, Rizzo's a little too down and dirty for yeah. to be a sneakerhead. I would say Pepe, if anyone. Yeah. Sneakerhead. Yo, I could kind of see Bunsen being a sneakerhead. Yo, is that yo? That, is that the dude that doesn't have any eyes? Yes. <laughs> yo, Professor he's cool. Mellon. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see him rocking some nice white Nikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but do you think what kind of sneakers do you think Pepe would buy? I think he'd be like a um, Pepe. Let me think. He'd be like an Air Max guy. He mm-hmm. wouldn't like a full Jordan. He would probably just stick with like some Air Max and maybe 90s, 95s. Gotcha. So he wouldn't like be waiting for like the the Nike drop every Saturday. No, he's not. He's not like that. Yeah, he's not like that at all. Um, <laughs> Hits cool. up your local Snipes to get his sneakers. <laughs> well, uh, hey, Muppets from Space. I give it a. I'll give it a. One jacuzzi. And out of this world. <laughs> oh, I love it. I will give it um, written in the stars. Nice. Um, yeah, I love Muppets from Space. I thought it was, like, funny. It's still, it's, like, it's not great, but it's it's funny. It gets the job done. Yeah. If you want to see a lot of Muppet interactions with each other, it's yeah. good. Like, it has a good, hey, here are all the Muppets in this movie, like, introduction part, too. It's also only 87 minutes long, yeah. so it's, it's very easy. So, I have a question while we're talking about <laughs> the Muppets. Um, <laughs> like, a Christmas, the Muppets Christmas Carol, right? Yeah. I feel like, you know... All the Muppets don't get to shine, do they? There's only so many characters. In Wait, have you ever seen that movie, Bailey? No. Oh, my oh, God. That's so one of good. my favorite movies. I can't believe I didn't watch it in college with you. That's one of your favorite movies ever? Yeah, straight up. I love that movie so much. He yeah, straight up complained here. during one of the movies where he was like, they can play this song in this movie, but they can't play The Love is Gone and Muppet's Christmas Carol. Yeah, so there's a thing in Muppet's Christmas Carol, like my favorite song in it. A lot of versions don't have that song in it because it's too sad for kids. So like if you get the DVD, it's going to be cut out. What if I watch it on Amazon? It'll be cut out. Like streaming versions, the song's not in it, but like the V, it's in the V on the VHS. Yeah, but like, are all the characters there? Yeah, they are. It's very similar. It's kind of like Muppets from Space a little bit, but like Michael Caine is like the human that is in it. Yeah, it's it's very. Um, He's Ebenezer Scrooge. They literally just like cast the Christmas Carol with Muppets. Yeah. Ah, true. Um, yo, check it out though for in December. <laughs> okay, I'll check um, it out. Yeah. So, I guess just like on to the next one, right? Um, and that's the higher rated one. Or and, we're gonna. And the aforementioned 2011 Jason Siegel masterpiece, The Muppets. Um. The Muppets, you know, it's your classic big money trying to, you know, buy the Muppets. Um, yeah, you know, Chris Cooper's hanging out, just this oil guy. He fi- sees that the Muppets uh, lot, I guess, is for sale, and he's trying to buy it. 
And, you know, this Jason Siegel and his little Muppet brother are like, <laughs> what the hell, man? Like, you guys can't do that. We love the Muppets. So they got to round up the Muppets and they have to put on one last show to save the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, accurate. That was, that was good, Bailey. Good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this movie in theaters. Uh, I love this movie. I think it's really, really, really good. Um, written by Jason Siegel. Music written by Brett McKenzie from Flight of the Concords. Oh. Um, it's just really fun. I think it doesn't take it seriously, but seriously at the same time, which I think is cool. Yeah. It's in, and they add a new Muppet, which is Walter, which is Jason Siegel's brother. So they introduce that Muppet into the universe for the first time. Um, and I love that opening introduction scene about him where they're showing them growing up together. And I love that Jason Siegel's character like grows and they show that by the height chart. And mm-hmm. Walter never grows. He just stays the same height. I love that detail. Now, is Walter, is he just a permanent Muppet now? Yes. Yeah. He's in the sequel, right? Or yeah. in like the Muppets Most Wanted, right? Yeah, he's just like a Muppet now. Hmm. I wonder how many of those happened over the years. Just like in addition to the original clan. Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably not many recently. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that like, that one, this movie's great. Two, it um a lot of the songs, well, two in particular would get played a lot in the uh, in the van on tour. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The which one? The the main one. Well, man, am I a man or am I a muppet? Yeah. Well, that's a great song. And then um, oh, that one song. It's just like a cover. Oh, but, the Nirvana one. Uh, the b- barbershop quartet one. No, it's uh. This, um, the CeeLo one. No, it's like uh, I'll figure it out. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. The soundtrack on this is definitely significant. Pretty cool. I, I, I was trying to think because Muppets from Space. There was no original like Muppets songs, and then oh. this one has several. And this is a musical. Yeah, it's a musical. And I was thinking, what do I like more? Do I like them dancing to like James Brown or whatever, you know, Muppets from Space was? Or do I like them making their own? And I don't know. I think maybe uh, a, hy- a hybrid's the best. We listen to uh, We Built This City a lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. And uh, I mean, yo, you know what song's actually sick? I mean, it's like the most popular song, but Rainbow Connection. Like, oh, it's so good. That song's so good. It's just like a good song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a great song. Yeah, and is is Kermit a lefty? He plays like a little banjo on a log, right? Yes, he plays the banjo. Yeah. Is he lefty? In my mind, I'm thinking he's lefty. I don't know. Would love. Yeah, he does play lefty, doesn't he? Yeah. Hey, I, I love that fellow lefty person. Uh, I I love the music in this movie. I think they do a really good job mixing original and yeah. covers in it. Um, I think it's really clever, very fun. Um, I listened to an interview with Jason Siegel a long time ago about the Barbershop Quartet song. 
about mm-hmm. how like ballsy it was to put that song in the movie and they were like we wanted to do it so we figured it out mm-hmm. and like using beaker to just bleep out all the like bad words is so smart and so clever and then using the chickens to do it for the CeeLo song is also great bailey do you like beaker i feel like you wouldn't like beaker <laughs> no yo i like beaker beaker's okay. cool okay <laughs> just check in beaker check it's yeah, funny beaker. i have a beaker mug and i bring it a lot to work and i would say 90 percent of the kids don't know what it is yeah muppets aren't on top anymore. the kids radar anymore i don't think no way dude if it's not paw patrol <laughs> cool yeah, they don't like anything but Paw Patrol. If you're not Fortniteing and you're not watching Paw Patrol, what are you doing? Yeah. But literally, someone pointed at it once. Was like, "What is that?" Like terrified of it, which mm. made me made my, made my heart hurt. Maybe you should get a little Pepe Le Pr- the Prawn. Is he Pepe Pepe Le Prawn? Pepe the Prawn. <laughs> I, I am like not a shrimp. Is his catchphrase? <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. Uh. I love Kermit in this movie too. I love how nice and gentle he is. Kermit shines in this. Yeah, one he does. Sure. I love so. This whole movie is also an interesting thing because it's about the relationship between the two brothers and how they kind of have to grow apart a little mm-hmm. bit, like grow up as sep- have separate lives from each other. And they go on vacation to L.A., which was supposed to be like a ten-year anniversary for Jason Segel and his girlfriend, who is played by film friend Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very good in this. She's movie so too. good. This is like her role in Enchanted, which was also really good. Um, and Walter wants to go because he wants to go to the Muppet Studio because he's obsessed with the Muppets. And he runs into Kermit the Frog and like passes out. <laughs> and Kermit takes such good care of him. And I'm like, oh, like literally, they just tried to like sneak into his house. They tried to like home invasion, and Kermit just takes care of him as like a good dude yeah you know kermit uh he really could have been a dick but you know he really stepped up he saves for he saves all his being a dick for for uh, miss piggy, piggy. <laughs> yeah he like doesn't even like so there's i love the getting the gang back together sequence yeah. um and they're like we're not gonna get miss piggy and he's just like being a little dick about it yeah yeah it's tough it's a tough subject for him you know, how do we feel about Miss Piggy? I mean, <laughs> she's vital to the crew. She's like, vital to the crew. Is she strong, independent woman? Is she too egotistical? Like, what? Where oh, are we? She's, like? all of those, she's all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, agreed. <laughs> but, I mean, I wouldn't say... I mean, I don't know. We back Miss Piggy, but, like... I wouldn't like, put her in my favorites, but I understand her role. But, like, is it weird that she's, like, the only female main character and she's like that? Yeah. Yes. It's like yeah. she's kind of problematic yeah, definitely. in that sense. But that's why I like how they pick, depict her in this, where she's, like, working at a magazine and she's mm-hmm. living, like, a really good independent life away from the people who support her normally. So she's like able to sustain her own life, which I kind of I like. Mean, she don't need no man. Oh, she don't need no man. No. Um, but I love like how they did her in this movie. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she falls right back into the arms of the man who's been like not great to her for the last <laughs> couple decades. Well, is he a man or is he a Muppet? Though? Um, He's a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, you know, the one beef I have with this movie, though, is not a lot of Rizzo. Like, I come to the Muppets for Rizzo. Mm-hmm. And him not being in this movie, it sucks. I don't, I actually don't understand it. Like, he's one of, would you say he's one of the main players in the Muppets? Oh, absolutely. Gonzo's barely in this movie, though, too. Yeah. Yeah, Gonzo's hardly. I mean, I you, you get, I mean, who else kind of really shines in it? I mean, it's really just like, you know, there's a lot of humans. Yeah, yeah. Too, many, too many humans, dude. For me... It's, I, I recognize it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. But, like, is it my favorite Muppets? No. Like, first off, Muppets Christmas. Nothing will ever top that. And, honestly, Muppets from Space is... <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. I've, I don't know. I think, like, the opening scene, like, just highlights all the Muppets really well. Yeah. Except for, like, obviously Rizzo. Where it's, like, Gonzo's the, like, leading toilet salesman. And... Foz, so Fozzie Bear is pretty much, I feel like, the second running biggest character yeah. in this. But I love his, where they find him, where he's playing an act in Reno with the Muppets. Um, I love that joke. And um, so he's kind of just like a failing comedian. They kind of show what these the main characters would have been like if they weren't famous, which right. I really enjoy. Yeah, they, grab, they grabbed Ralph. Ralph yeah, they do. They did. They do. That's definitely probably a shout out to like, yeah, the origins. Well, and Animal is like at that like place to control his anger. Animal needs to. Yeah, I used to love Animal. I had this Animal backpack that was just like a giant animal head that was really fuzzy, and I'd oh. wear it all the time. Is Animal just a psychopath? <laughs> no, he just got anger problems. Difficult. Is it? Is it his anger? anger? It seemed like anger, though. It just seems like he's energy. Actually- he has like ADHD for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, let's get him on some medication, and he'll turn like, into like a he, psychedelic. He drunk. thrives when he's like that. Yeah. Does um, Kate, have you ever watched like the original original like show? Yeah. Um, my mom had it on. If I think VHS and then we my mom then bought it later on DVD um, but it would come on I forget what chan- when it would come on but we would watch it I've seen a lot of them yeah Fozzie Bear's like a main main guy back in the day I feel like I feel like he's one of the original that he was really super popular there was also this movie I watched a lot that was a Muppet movie called The Christmas Toy it was just a Jim Henson movie but there was no Muppets in it which was pretty much the original Toy Story. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. I like this movie. I think it's really well done. Um, there's a fuck ton of cameos in this movie, yeah. though. Yeah, love a good cameo. Um, yo, do you ever think it would be cool if the, like the um, there was a movie where the Muppets and the uh, and the Sesame Street crew just kind of faced off? Oh, I or would like, love it. Like uh, a West Side Story. Yeah. Yeah, throw Fraggle Rock in there. Oh, I and... love Fraggle Rock. Is that like Jim Henson too? Yeah, yeah. it was a show. Well, I mean, I, I, I've heard of it. I didn't know it was a... Uh... Yeah. Um, so I also Have... like... I like that um, Jason Siegel, this was like a passion project that he got, and he pitched this movie to them because he wanted to do it. Um, yeah. And it all sparked from that from um 
what's that saving Sarah? Was it forgetting Sarah Marshall where he does the vampire opera at the end. Mm -hmm. And he like loved doing that so much. He like wanted to make a Muppet movie. So that's like what inspired the making of it. He had to be around the Muppets. Yeah. I wonder what it's like being on set with, I mean, you're seeing the puppeteers and stuff, but like, it's probably incredible. Yeah. It's also, this movie is the movie that used the most amount of Muppets out of any of them. He shows more Muppets in this movie than any of the other Muppet yeah, movies. Yeah, well, where the hell is Rizzo? <laughs> <laughs> but, He's out. Yeah, no, this movie's undeniably good. And uh, honestly, probably a good place to start if you've never watched the Muppets, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't exclude you if you know nothing about the Muppets. Yeah. Um, so, like, it could be just a good starter point. I Yeah, I'm rooting for the Muppets to continue or make it, like, a comeback. Like, apparently... Um, yeah, I guess like on, um, what Apple plus or something, there's yeah. going to be like a Fraggle rock show or something. <gasps> really? Do it now. I was yeah. really into Fraggle rock as a kid. I don't really get it. What is it just, they're like quite cave dwellers, right? Yeah. So they live like underground. They have this whole network of caves and living styles and like the doozers build everything down there. And above them is, like, on one side, there's, like, this man that runs, like, I think it's a clock shop. And then um, the other side is, like, these giant, like, troll things that try to, like, attack them and, like, I think eat them. You know, it's your typical show. (laughs) But it's all about their life, like, underneath. But when they have to leave, it's, like, they have these two things that are kind of in their way. Huh. Okay. That's cool. Your classic clock shop slash cave drama. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> the doozers are so cute they're like these little green guys that wear little construction helmets and just like build things down there i know um friend of the podcast tay is a big dark crystal fan because we we're we, yeah we were thinking should we do jim henson instead of kermit but then that opens up this world that we didn't want to like kind of stray away from too much well and the highest rated of that's actually a really good movie and the title it is deterring but it's really good it's called um follow that bird which is a movie i loved as a kid which is about big bird just kind of traveling the country it's pretty much like a peewee's big adventure in the sense yeah. where he's just like walking across the country hitchhiking with like this tiny suitcase and he goes on meets all these crazy people so that's like that movie's also like filled with cameos and very mm. funny and things like that. Um, and that's actually the highest rated Jim Henson nice. movie. I thought Dark Crystal would be for sure. Yeah, Dark Crystal wasn't highly appreciated when it came out. Like people yeah. didn't like it. Hmm. Interesting. And Labyrinth wasn't as high as I thought either. Labyrinth's another Jim Henson movie that I thought would have been higher. But Follow That Bird's honestly great. John Candy's in that movie. Hmm um well hey why don't we wrap up uh the muppets and then because i'm starting to get a little curious about kermit i i came into it thinking kermit's america's sweetheart for sure but now that i'm learning more and more it might be america's bad boy um so the muppets i give it a i give it a one thumb up Hmm. one thumb up for the muppets uh i'll give it two give me two thumbs up for the mups (laughs) Uh, I'll give it two thumbs up, too. I, I love this movie. Two thumbs up for the Mups. I, for a long time, this was the only CD I had in my car, was the soundtrack Ooh. to the Muppets. And I tried to get you to listen to it multiple times, and you were like, no. Yeah. So maybe now we'll bust it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
but I'm busting out of my <laughs> pants right now uh, with curiosity. Um, so we need to find out what's your height, what's your weight, what's your height, and what's your weight with your holes match on the case. What's your height? What's your weight? Will they get it wrong? Will they get it right? What's your height? What's your weight? I don't know. He's like a very eccentric dude. Didn't believe in medication, so. Um, All right. So I did not have everything. I tried my best to get everything. Um, so Bailey and Jordan's say stuff that I actually don't know part of, but I'm going to say them anyway. Um, so Bailey said that he's two feet, 15 pounds from LA, born in 1962 and a Sagittarius. Jordan says he's one foot, eight inches, 10 pounds from a pond, doesn't, doesn't wear shoes, doesn't wear shoes and he's a Pisces. Um, so yeah, he's two feet. Bailey, you got that. Damn. Um, I don't know how much he weighs. It's not out there. It's not out there in the universe. And when you look it up, it just says chubby. So, Ooh, I know. It's, don't body shame, Kermit. I know. It's, it's it's kind of upsetting. Um, He was born May 9th, 1955, mm. which makes him 65 years old. <laughs> and he is a Taurus. Um, He was born in Lillard, Mississippi, which is the swamps of Louisiana. Mm. Mm. Um, his element, his birth element is earth. And his <laughs> lucky day is Friday. <laughs> oh, great lucky day. So he first premiered, like I said, on WRC TV for Sam and Friends, um, where he was made out of a originally made of a turquoise spring coat that was jim henson's mom's and the eyes were two ping pong balls cut in half Mm. um and jim henson played kermit and voiced kermit till he died in 1990 oh shit i didn't know that um so a little history about kermit himself is he grew up with thousands of siblings (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he wrote three books called yeah. for every child a better world one frog can make a difference and before you leap um he i guess he gets jealous when people flirt with miss piggy fozzy bear is his best friend um he has a honorary doctorate of amphibious uh letters on and he got it on may 19th 1996 from southampton college where he gave a commencement speech um he received his hollywood star of fame in 2002 and he's one of the only um i people question mark to receive like double hollywood star of fame where he then got to receive one in 2012 as the muppets too so He's part of the Muppets one and uh, has his own. So yeah, does he have a Congressional Medal of Honor? I don't know. He's got a Purple Heart. <laughs> He's the only amphibian to address the Oxford Union. Um, his catchphrase is "Hi ho." 
He has five fingers, which is very unusual for a Muppet. Um, his middle name is The. Um, like I said, he denies the legitimacy of his wedding to Miss Piggy. Um, and then Rainbow Connection was nominated for an Academy Award. Um, and then I think that's it. Yeah. Give him an EGOT. Yeah, give yeah. him an EGOT. Yeah, he up. deserves an EGOT. He does deserve an EGOT. If you want a fun time, Google Kermit Miss Piggy at the Oscars. Um, okay. They were the, some of the only hosts to be allowed to sit in one of the boxes up top at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. With Statler and Waldorf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're great too. Yeah, yeah they are them. great. <laughs> they're uh, great in the Muppet Christmas Carol. They're, that's my favorite of their roles, where they're yeah. Marley and Marley. Yeah, Bailey, I would really love for you to watch the christmas carol just like you force us to, and sit us down to watch movies we might have to do that for you with yeah. christmas carol can we wait till christmas time oh yeah. yeah we could sure. do that <laughs> i'm we gonna christmas in July. i definitely want to watch uh muppets treasure island because i haven't seen that in a long time <laughs> yo i might want to i might watch the dark crystal oh i haven't seen that in a long time dude you better hit up tay that's this shit um, and then the show on netflix now yeah mm-hmm. labyrinth is really great it's um they made one of the biggest puppet pieces ever for labyrinth where they have this wall of just like a ton of them that are connected to this one sheet and they are all moved at the same time it took the most amount of people ever to um puppeteer nice. Jeez. Cheese. And David Bowie's in it, so. Um, cool. Well, yeah, guys. Kermit's sick. I think still. that's a good place to put a stamp on it. Um, and I just want to say, like, Muppets have been a part of our podcast in a weird way for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, Kate used to ask. Uh, I still ask, but we haven't had a new guest. We haven't had a guest in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should probably get a guest pretty soon. Um, down to uh, have a guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this and you want to be a guest, that's cool. <laughs> Did do you, either of you feel differently about the Muppets after this experience? I I respect them way more. Yeah, I mean, I want to I want to do a deep dive. So I want to latch on to an obscure Muppet. <laughs> I get it. Like, like Fozzie's that, like cousin. Like that, that one guy that has, like, the nose and he wears... He's, like, a Shakespearean actor. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. He has, yeah. like, the ruffle yeah. around it, his head. Yeah. yeah. I fuck for that guy. But, um... <laughs> I think his name's Klaus. Oh, Klaus. <laughs> I could be wrong. But, uh, yeah. So, as always, thank you for listening. And, uh... I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon.